Welcome back to the Fastest Known Podcast with a very special episode. We're wrapping up the FKT of the Year Awards for Europe. And this special episode is brought to you by Sufferfest, the beer with benefits. Sufferfest was founded only a few years ago in San Francisco, and it directly positioned itself with the athlete market, particularly with runners. Its hashtag is Will Sweat for Beer. And we have to note in particular, one of its five beer styles is called FKT. It has a touch of black currant and salt, so you really ought to give this a try. Thanks, Sufferfest. We really appreciate that support because right now we're talking with Matt Lafort from Andorra on the boundary between Spain and France. Welcome, Matt. Thanks, Buzz. Hi. Well, you did a great job with FKT of the Year Awards for Europe. You lined up a great panel of voters, so it was entirely credible. Uh, we didn't just make all this stuff up, of course. And no. uh, last week, no, no, you worked really hard at it. <laughs> did. You did. Thank you again. And last week's podcast, we spoke uh, on the number five, number four, number three, and number two award winners. And there was a tie for number one female. And last week we spoke with uh, Emma, uh, Meredith and Jess Baker from Australia, who did the Iceland Traverse. And so bringing us up to date, today we're going to speak about the number one male and the other tie for the number two female. Yes. Well, are you excited? Of course, you know the answer to this. I do. <laughs> I do. I mean, it, it was exciting because um, so like the, the first place for, for women, um, the voters decided to um, elect Emily Forsberg with her Monterosa um, FKT during the Monterosa uh, Sky Marathon. Um, she she cut 30 minutes on Gisela Bendotti old record. So that was like pretty amazing, amazing achievement. But what was even crazier is that she did it only 48 hours after um, establishing a, a new time reference on the Chamonix Mont Blanc Chamonix route. So like I like the voters just went nuts with it, like saying this is incredible the way she managed to um, keep her energy uh, high enough to to be able to like have that amazing um, two days uh, in um in in yeah in such a short amount of time like up Mont Blanc up Monterosa in forty eight hours establishing time reference on both amazing. Well, she indeed uh, the first time we've had this happen. So Emily of the top five has three of the top five spots. Yes. And, and it's ridiculous because she did it in like in a matter of weeks. Um, so those two FKTs, Mont Blanc and Monterosa, those were, uh, 48 hours apart. And then after Monterosa, she took like a one week rest and then she attempted the Kungsleden, uh, the king of trails in Sweden, like the 440 kilometers traverse, uh, where she established also like a, a new time reference and, and voters elected her as a, in, in the top five of the, the best FKTs this year. So pretty, right. pretty busy June. <laughs> so Emily is number four, number three, and a tie for number one. Yeah. with her Monterosa. And we're going to hear a little bit more about that in a second. Uh, so we have a familiar, <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh here, but we have a very familiar name 
for the number one male FKT of the Year award for Europe. Indeed. And it's uh, Kylian Jornet. Um, could we be surprised? I don't think so, because like he he broke like an hour on the Bob Graham round. Um, and that was like just like crazy, crazy accomplishment. I mean, we know it's Kylian and we we... We tend to be not that surprised that, yeah, if someone was about to, um, break Billy Blend record, it, it should be Killian at some point, but, uh, like to break one hour on a record that lasts for like so many years, that's, that, that was really inspiring. And the way he did it was even more inspiring in my opinion. He did it by, uh, really connecting with the locals. And indeed the whole backstory is interesting in that he was there. Billy Bland came out. He used apparently, some of the, this is amazing. I'm sorry. It's a good story. You could talk for hours on just this because they require witnesses. This is the UK. They've been doing this for more than decades, almost centuries. Yes. And rather than GPS, which hadn't been invented, they're serious about these FKTs. So they require witnesses. People have to see you tag these 42 summits. Yes. And some of uh, Billy Bland's pacers their sons paced Killian. Yes, that's a true story. This is incredible. <laughs> and remarkably, we have Killian himself telling us the story. You had a terrific interview with Killian. It's 30 minutes long. So let's just listen to it right now. You, you brought out some great stuff here. And of course, Killian is very articulate. So, so yeah, so like a, a few questions about like that year that we, we, we just finished. Yeah, like 2018 was, was an amazing year for like many, many FKTs attempt all around the world. Um, we saw like lots of things happening here in Europe, uh, with you and the Bob Graham, obviously, Emily with the Monterosa, um, the um, Mont Blanc and also the, the King of Trails, uh, in, 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 in Sweden. Marco de Gasperi with the Monterosa, uh, Paul, um, Paul Bonham with Dom Blanche. I mean, the activity was like crazy. So do you have any, any ideas why all of a sudden, like going after FKTs became that popular? Well, I think it's, uh, probably it's a bit of emulation. Like people start to do FKTs and then more people, uh, I think in, in a way, like it's some people that they are a bit, um, not bored, but a bit, uh, yeah, bored about racing and they, they want to do more projects by themselves. And in the other way, I think it's just that people is communicating more. So today with social media, like it's easier to, to communicate and do these activities because like we can see that, uh, special activities like Paul Bonhomme in Damblange or like, uh, Casanelli and, and, and Andrea Stendhal. This kind of activities it has done all the time, but before they nobody call FKT, just they call like we went fast and, and that was all. So now people is more like aware about communicating. I think it's mostly that in, in mountains. And then on trail running, I think it's, it's the evolution of the sport. Like, uh, it has been, especially in Europe, a lot about racing. And I think, uh, more people is doing projects and not only like elite athletes, like we can see like Francois Den or, uh, or also it was Pascal Blanc that they were doing long projects, but everybody starts to, to, to do more than, yeah, they own projects and, and that's, yeah, we see more and more. Great. 
Um, so yeah, it's interesting because we saw like that sort of a gap between like Billy Blaine on the Bob Graham. Like it took like 26 years to to see that record broken. Um, it took like also like 24 years, something like that, for Marco to get after um, Meraldi's record on Monterosa. Like, it, do you think it was like because like athletes were just like busy with racing or was it just like a lack of interest? Like, like it, is it just social media and the access to information that changed that whole like uh, access and, and interest to the FKTs? I think in a big part, yes. Uh, uh, then like it's different. I think like the FKTs on, on like uh, Mont Blanc, Mont Rosa, uh, these kind of uh, things like, at the time that um, Marco, uh, that uh, Meraldi or, or Greco or or uh, Bruno, they did it. It was not really like looking for a FKT, but it was races like uh, Marino Giacometti organized a race to up to Mont Rosa and up to Mont Blanc. So the 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 records of the races were broken, and then because like more about like problems about like laws and about like organi organizing like races to, to high altitude there these races stopped to be organized so it was that that keep athletes i think away from from these summits and now it's uh i think it's the interest is coming back and it's because mostly it's it's athletes that they have done like or like marco it was that like it was uh, a dream. The, the Monte Rosa, it was the first race he did when he was 16 years old. And then, like, after his biggest career in, in mountain running, it was something that he wanted to do. So I think it's more like uh, after, like, uh, in the, yeah, when it's a bit boring, the running career to go there. And in England, I think, like, uh, Bob Graham, it has taken a long time, I think, because uh, many athletes were a bit afraid about uh, Bob Graham uh, about uh, the the release time, but I think when Jasmine did uh, her uh, time and it was like a very good time, uh, it it keep like it it uh, awake the interest for some runners like uh, um, uh, Zebi, uh, Rob Jeb, and and they were like really like okay yeah maybe it's possible or like uh, Ricky Lightfoot. So I think it was Jasmine that really awake the interest for some guys, but. It's true that I I think guys were a bit afraid about uh, Billy's time, but all the other rounds, like in in UK, it's so many it, and people has been running and they they run. I think it's a very different culture in UK and and in Southern Europe about about these uh, FKTs or about these rounds and 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 racing in general. Yeah, that definitely is something special um, about UK. What I loved um, looking at those. Attempts on on the, those rounds, whether it's like the um, the Charlie Ramsey or the the Bob Graham or the Paddy Buckley, like, like that sort of like low key approach and that immersion within the communities. Like it's not like you're you go there, you do your stuff, you you put an astonishing time and you go home. It's like you 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 have to get a different approach. Uh, you have to like talk to people. Like tell us a little bit more about your experience when you went after the the, the Bob Graham record, like. How how did you manage that? How 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 did that happen? Well, it it was something I had in mind for for a long time. I would say from since some years, but it never happened to have the opportunity. And actually, this year it was kind of last moment. I I was racing Mont Blanc Marathon, and 
I saw there that I was uh, okay after the injury. So I decided the day after, okay, I go for to, to UK. So I was deciding like on Monday to go to UK and then I arrived on UK on Tuesday and then I just meet some guys there and, and say like, uh, yeah, if, if they wanted to help me, they were super open. And actually it's fun because, uh, Rob, uh, Rob Jeb wanted to do, to try the, the Bob Graham round to try to, to do a good time there. And, uh, at the end he thought that it was too warm. The temperature, it was crazy. So he pulled it out. So actually I, I was talking to him. I didn't know that he wanted to try. Uh, and I asked him if he wanted to, to help me because he knows the road and he knows the, the, like, yeah, the track, uh, by, by hand. So, so, uh, I asked him and then like, uh, he, he turned out like to be super helpful. He, he called all his pacers to, to help me. And, and it was uh, an incredible journey, not only the run, but like to be there with these guys that they really know the, yeah, that place. And I was discovering the mountains with them. And it's about community, most of that. And especially there, like you need to have pacers all the, all the round. Like it's something I, I'm not very fan or I, I normally I like to go alone and by myself, but uh, they're like kind of the, the rules is that you need to have pacers all the way. So they, they verify that you are going there. And in terms of safety, like, so you are, um, yeah, safe all the way. So it turns out that it was, not only pushing by myself, but, uh, uh, yeah, talking with people, discovering the mountains, having good chats at the beginning. And then like I was chatting much, but, but yeah, we had some, some good conversations at the first, uh, yeah, halfway. Nice. I mean, yeah, this is one of the particularities of the, of the, of the Bob Graham run is that they, you need witnesses. You need people to, um, like verify and testify that, yeah, you, you checked all the, um, all the, the, the hills. Um, yeah, 42 summit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that, that's, that's pretty impressive. Like to see that you, you have to follow like some sort of rules, but that's part of the, the experience. And, um, and it's the way also to adapt and to, to adjust to the, to the specificities of the, of the, of the event, which is nice. Like one beautiful thing is that Billy Blen was there at the end. Um, you, you managed was, to, to, to share. Yeah, he was there. Like I, I met him, uh, some days before, uh, I was uh, going to run. I, I was going to visit him and he was very helpful on like, uh, telling some tips and, and, and yeah, very like sharing his experience when he did at the time. And actually it was, uh, he was, uh, when I came like the second leg at the end of the second leg, he was there sharing. He, he, he still do a lot of sport. Like he cannot run much, but he's cycling like a crazy man every day. So he was going with the basic bicycle to, to meet me in the end of the second leg and also to meet me in the end of the third, uh, fourth leg. So uh, he was sharing during the, during the run. And then he was at the end and like also like, I had the same amount of pacers that he has, and some of the pacers I had, they were the sons of the pacers he had. So it was really, it wow. was really cool. Like it was a, an incredible experience to, to share with the pacers, but also with Billy and Martin, uh, the guys that they were, uh, helping, uh, uh Billy's, uh, Billy's, uh, run and, and they were helping also mine. 
Great. I mean, yeah, that's because like people like sometimes they, 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 they will assume that based on your experience and your record on the Matterhorn and, and your Summit of My Life project, like getting to like something like that is like far less technical, like the, the, the Bob Graham round, people will think like, why you would even do that now? And it's interesting because it's, it's, it's beyond just the route. It's like the whole history sounds like just like the history and the community and getting to something different. is like super appealing to you. Well, yeah, like uh, Bob, uh, it's, it's incredible. Like we, we, we think that trail running is a new sport and we cannot be more wrong about that. Like when you, when you see like when the races started in UK, like it was in the, in the 1800, it was a lot of races and, and they started with this, uh, with the rounds uh, in in the Lake District and in in Scotland, and the Bob Graham round, I think it's from the thirty two. So in 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 nineteen thirty two, uh, Bob Graham did these forty two summits, and and at the time they were doing the the twenty four hours challenge. That is how many summits you can do in twenty four hours or in seventy two. So it's crazy. Like it's it's not something new. It's something that it has been there forever, and people were like very strong. Like when you see like. Billy's times, even in trial races, in, in, in classical trail races, or like a Kenny Stewart that uh, was also like uh, at the time like racing with Billy and, and he was pacing him in the first leg. He still have the Ben Nevis uh, uh, race record. He was running like 2.11 in marathon. So they were very strong runners and, and they were trail runners at the origin. So like you can see that trail running is, is not new. And, and when you go to, to UK, especially and in the lakes, you really feel that that it's it's uh like fair running it's it's not something new like trail running that it's uh, now in facebook but it's something that it's part of the history of of the sport in in the in the lake district nice that's great um so one thing that also like surprised lots of people i mean i was surprised myself is like sort of the low key approach that you managed to keep so you said it was like sort of a last minute push uh you decided on the last minute to go there um because like sort of like the timing was okay and and you 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 went for it but like like the the support like on social media i mean i saw like the you crossing the, the the like crossing the finish line if i may say um just like because some some people were streaming through their Twitter account, like sort of like the, the the waiting of your arrival on the on the main place. That was amazing. So it's like, and it's so different from what we may see these days with like brands being more and more involved to support their athletes. And for like some purists, um, sometimes people feel like it's too much when they they see like an FKT attempt with like you know like lots of like hoopla around like lots of like marketing propaganda and um here that was totally different so how do you manage as an athlete to preserve that like those like personal projects because those are personal projects we we feel that um but as as a professional athlete how do you manage to like keep your hand on on on, on your project and make it like the way you want to do well, like I, I think, like it's it's us, the athletes, that we have, we can decide how we want, and and I think the the brands, they just uh, they are happy on 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 its like. I think it's cultural too. Like I I I don't like uh, when I do a FKT like that. It looks like a race because for that you do a race. Uh, so it's 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 a different approach, uh, and and uh, especially 
like it's respecting the traditions of its place and its its uh, style that it it's done. It has been done before, but um, yeah, like uh, uh, in the program, we wanted I wanted to have a, a low key attempt, and like I think the morning I started, it was maybe uh, like the Pacers uh, and and maybe as uh, three, four more persons that knew that I was there to do it. Um, and, but yeah, like it's, it's hard, I think, like, uh, now to, to keep low key things if, uh, someone else know, like, for example, there, like it was like that. But when I was running, then like some people saw me running and then it was like over the, the social media. And at the end, it was like a bunch of people. So it was like, uh, it was evolving. So it's, it's hard to, to, to keep like that. It's possible to do some things like just by yourself and then publish after, but it's harder and harder. I think, uh, if, uh, if it's some assistance or if it's in a place where it's other people that can see you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then I think, um, yeah, I think, uh, FKT's attempts or like uh, these personal projects, it's, is that is a personal project and it's the others that we should tell I want to have this experience and I want to have this experience that way and that way can be just go for the best performance. So having the like full assistance and like full like whatever it is. Um or we want to have like something that it's really like uh a more uh inner journey and like to to be out for ourselves and to take the decisions and to to really experience some something very different and, and I think it's it's on us to 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 yeah to have the control on that and, and say I want to have this experience and, and then try to to manage all the surrounding all the if you need to do images or things uh to to be the, the experience you want to have. Good. Um speaking of experiences um Emily has a great deal of experiences last year with like no, no less than three FKTs um, and, and pretty different. I mean, she she established new time reference on Mont Blanc, then two days later on Monte Rosa, which I have to ask how do you manage to do that within 48 hours? This is ridiculous. And then, because it, it wasn't enough, she went on to the, um, the King Trail in Sweden, like the Kungsleden, which is like all like 440 kilometers, and she also established a new a new time reference on 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 that. Like totally different because here it's like a multiple day approach versus those like speed ascents, like classic style European style, like going up and down from the church to the summit and back. Um, I mean, you were there for like two of those uh, three FKTs. Could you like explain what was like the the the, the, the like the the attitude and and the, the preparation because like this year Monterosa was a race again uh, after like a, a big hiatus they 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 started again the, the Monterosa Sky Marathon which was great um, you did the race with Emily but she was leading the whole time because she wanted to establish um, a new uh, reference for the for the for the women and two days before you she she goes up and down Mont Blanc. <laughs> Yeah, like, no, it, it, like, it was insane. Like, uh, yeah, she was in a crazy, uh, good shape. Like, uh, it was, 
And and for the history, like we just like um, arrived to Chamonix from Norway, and like uh, we arrived, I don't know, like in the in the afternoon and the day after, she wanted to to go up to Mont Blanc uh, uh, with the skis. So she started to go up to Mont Blanc uh, with the skis, and actually she missed the trail. So she she came to the junction like in the middle of the Surex, and uh, she needed to go down. So she was like pushing hard uh, uh, for like uh, 1,500 meters, and and actually the day after she was going from the church to the summit, uh, and she was like incredibly fast. Like uh, she she was a bit conservative. Uh, like she started um, a bit like keeping the pace uh, because it's it's a long uphill and the altitude, and she was just coming from Norway from sea level. But at the end, like the last uh, 1,000 meters, she was flying like the the race. Like I was uh, actually, I I was waiting for her in the junction. So at uh, after 2,000 meters of elevation, to 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 put a rope on her, uh, so we crossed the 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 junction together with the rope. Uh, it's where all the crevasses, and and after that, like um, it's uh, it's the summit, and 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 she was like flying up to the summit. She was so so like fast in at uh, higher than 4,000 meters. And then actually the, the conditions that day, they were hard. Like the downhill, it was snow breaking. So it wasn't that fast, but, but she, she was so, so strong. And like, I think when you are in a very, very good shape, you recover fast. And then like, you can just go for another thing. So like she had a resting day and then like Monte Rosa and Monte Rosa, uh, as you say, like, uh, it was a race. So we needed to go like, by team and so i i was actually just like being behind her she was making the pace she was like taking the decisions and and i was just behind trying to to not uh, bother her and, and 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 of course like not pushing or whatever so she was making her pace and and there like he, i would say like the performance in mont blanc was amazing especially the last like 1000 meters in in the in the uphill like she was flying up but mont rosa she was like pushing from the beginning, like she was like uh going faster than guys like uh, Tom Owens and, and Andy Simons, like she was like ahead of them, like in the in the runnable part before the glacier, and then in the glacier, like she's uh, uh and in altitude is is much better. And and in the downhill, like it was fun because like uh she was like uh, just uh fighting with like the second position of the race, so like <laughs> with very strong guys, uh uh, and no, I think like in terms of performance, uh, the, what she did in Monte Rosa was just incredible. Uh, and, yeah, and then, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, it, and then one week recovery and go to Kungsleden. So yeah, no, I think like, yeah, the shape she had these, uh, two weeks was, was just incredible. Yeah. The, I mean, that, it was incredible because in the end you placed third in the race. Um, first mixed team, obviously. She's the first woman, um, out of the mixed team, obviously. Um, and, and, and she cut like 30 minutes on Gisela Bendotti, uh, previous time. So, I mean, she established a new route, like the, the, the new time on, on, on the, the, the route from Chamonix to Mont Blanc and back. She recovered like 48 hours. She managed to manage that. So is it the adrenaline push or like you said, you recover faster, but like, it's still like a huge effort, even for a professional athletes, 
So having those like the voters, I feel like they they elected the Monterosa above all because it was just like the the accomplishment after Mont Blanc that was just ridiculous, and um and then after that she just like rested a little bit and and decided to to do the King of Trail. Um, hope ho- it was more like of a journey because it's you not just like look, watching the the looking at the watch every time because it's a, it's a longer a longer project it's a multi multi-day project how did it go for her like each did she have like some like bad times did she felt like weak at some point like just like after those like two too big uh too big ascents or like it just went smooth yeah sure that uh yeah like uh i think first like uh high altitude on these long runs i think that they give like a good back shape like I uh, I like to run, for example, like do a good training, like going up to Mont Blanc pretty fast. Like I know that after some days I will feel very good because like uh, you don't move that fast, but the altitude it gives a lot. So I think like in Monte Rosa for sure she felt the acclimatization on that, and that gives an extra push and extra adrenaline too. And then Kungsleden, and like as you say, it's completely different. It's like much flattish like it's it's uh it's not a lot of elevation but it's uh, technical trails in the way that it's it's very wet trails it's uh challenging terrain like a lot of river crossings and it's the distance it's 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 very wild so like it's uh nothing between between the huts and yeah I, i wasn't there following her but yeah she had very good moments and she had hard moments as as is normal like when you run these multi-day um, like runs, like someday, like it's like you feel bad, like you feel bad. But she managed very well to to keep going day after day and and running pretty like yeah consistent all the all the days and and to the end like doing doing great. Yeah, and that's that's another question for you. Um... I mean, as an athlete, you know, like the risk that you're, um, that you're taking when you're getting on those like speed records. Um, how do you feel when you're on the other side, like watching Emily doing those attempts and like, how do you manage to the stress and, and the, the, how do you worry for each other? Like it, it must be different because when you're yourself in, in climbing a mountain or like doing a speed ascent, I mean, you're, 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 you have all the keys, you're managing the whole thing, but when it's your, like your love, then it must be like different. How do you manage like that, that, that new feeling? No, I think it's to have confidence and to, to be confident with uh, the other. And, and like, I think the, the risk taking is something that it's, uh, it's kind of, you need to to know if you feel confident on something and, and and if you feel confident it means that you have put the preparation and the technical skills and 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 all the work behind so you feel prepared and you feel that is not you are not taking a big risk like uh, i think when you feel that you are taking a big risk is that you are stupid and you need to to go down and, and prepare and, and like uh spend maybe months or maybe years of preparation to feel ready for something and and when you feel ready and conditions are good like it's just that it feels it feels okay and and then the risk taking uh is not that big and and then like uh i think when you have confidence with another person like you know that that is there and is in this zone and and like of course everything can happen in the mountain but the same as it can happen in the road or it can happen like 
in a city or like uh so yeah i think it's just like to to know what you are doing and to know what the other person is doing and 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 yeah know that it's it's in their capacities okay good um one last question um like classic question what's next for you guys um what 2019 looks like for you as like personal projects do you have anything in mind like big mountains long traverse anything in in particular well uh, uh we don't know like uh uh it will be an interesting year we will need to adapt to to a lot of things and, and see how how uh how it works in terms of logistics but uh <laughs> but uh no i think it's just like uh racing uh personally i want to do some races like it's always fun it's good trainings and 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 a good way to keep the motivation and then projects in the mountains like i want to do some things like uh last year i did some some projects in the mountains that i i am very happy for and and it was uh, really what i i think what i want to do more like uh, very long crossings and 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 things that they can combine a bit technical and distance and and things like that and and some things that they are maybe a bit less um uh, yeah they are maybe less um known than than things that they are very easy to explain but but that personally it, it can give much more to me and it can gives me more knowledge about my capacities and 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 have much more intense journeys so things like that they are very interesting and and it don't need to be like something like to to tell but it's it's good to do these these things for for yourself cool yeah that's 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 the beauty of the things that it in the end it's more like personal projects that you want to share or not um so like there's less some 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 yeah marketing use of the storytelling and so on but sometimes the best stories you you keep them for yourself and that's that's the best yeah or or it's not just like i i want to say what's done because i i like to see what other people is is doing like i'm kind of geek like i follow like the fkt website and like i look to what other people is doing and and i when i do something like i put it out but it's not just like to to make it uh yeah to to like some things are very easy like of course like if if you run up and down matterhorn like uh people will talk about because it's matterhorn if you run up mont blanc or everest like people will talk because it's mont blanc or everest or like uh bob graham or like uh grand canyon but like uh it's other things that you can do in the backyard that maybe they can be as interesting but because nobody knows what is that then like uh it only can talk to you and and you can tell but it's yeah nobody will like really understand but uh it's what it means to you it's uh And, and, and what you can learn there, it's, it can be as big or as interesting. Great. Well, Kilian, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to, to have you in that podcast and, uh, best of luck for the, for the weeks to come with, uh, yeah, thank you. the upcoming baby. <laughs> it's going to be another challenge for you, I guess. That's and, for sure. Uh, best, yeah. of luck. <laughs> best of luck for the both of you. And, uh, hopefully we'll chat soon. Well, good job, Matt. And of course, thanks, Killian. That was, uh, that was amazing. Killian, of course, as you know, is one of the foremost endurance athletes in the world right now. 
And moreover, he's a serious student of the sport. He really takes this very seriously and he studies it and he's very articulate. Yeah, this is, this is, I mean, it's, it's, it's really inspiring to see, uh, at that level of professionalism that is not just beyond being an athlete. He's also passionate about what he's doing. He's really aware of the history. Um, he, 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 he dig deep into history to like cross references and, 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 and stories and, and, and verify a few, a few things when he come up with a new project. But just like beyond his own project, he just like to gather information and then share that information. It's really, really, really inspiring. And he, he did a good job right there. And we should note that we were intending to talk with Killian and Emily. Emily wasn't feeling that well. So she was there, uh, and Killian ended up speaking for her, and you ended up talking with Killian about both the Monte Rosa and the Bob Graham round and other things. And the reason, possibly, she isn't feeling that well is we can note they're expecting a child soon. Any day now. <laughs> so, yeah, so that, that, that's going to be another adventure for them. <laughs> Endurance adventure also. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is, I mean, she, she, she felt, um, pretty, pretty tired, obviously, uh, right before the interview. And, uh, she's days away from, like, from giving birth. So that was totally understandable. Okay. Very understandable. <laughs> and what a, what a, what a, what a finish she had to the year as we were talking about. Let's, oh, yeah. uh, let's, let's, let's review what <clears throat> we just talked about here. And you were asking Killian, this activity is this really picked up. And he seemed to answer that the reason is that people could be becoming bored with races. There's this, uh, but also there's the social media, there's the communication taking place. So everyone knows what other people are doing. And so there's it's just kind of more, it's just not anything in particular. It's just that people are aware of what other people are doing. Yeah, I mean, he, he raised an interesting point with, um, with the, 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 the poor, the influence of social media um about the, the 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 fkt it's easy to 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 know what's what's happening out there uh who's doing what and it can be inspiring for yourself like to set up like new new records and or go after records um and it's also a way to share like, things that you do um so as he said during the interview like sometimes it's just like easy to to do with like the bob graham round going up and down the matterhorn the mont blanc but then he has like more like special projects that even himself think like maybe people wouldn't understand like long traverse where he's like mixing more like climbing stuff with his running. And, um, and so some of these he just keep for himself right now. Maybe in the future he'll share more about that. But, um, interestingly that access, um, to information that is like way easier for digital era, um, makes it interesting to share, to comment, to, um, and to, and to get inspired. So, so that's, so that, that, that's really cool. Yes. And I, I appreciated that he stated that he reads the website, follows what other people do. And in fact, when we started the website, the first two submissions were from Killian himself. Of course, he has that eight-hour time uh, uh, advantage there. But it, uh, like we said, he's a real student, and he really follows this. 
Yeah, I mean, he documents everything, um, whether it's in, in his training or like just like gathering information on, on the history of the sport. He has like, I think one of the best knowledge I've ever seen, um, in, 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 in the sport because he also pay respect to the, um, to, to the, the former generation. I mean, he, he, he took the time to, to, to go after like that generation and ask for advices, for mentoring, for like, you know, like just like, questions and um and this is this is this is great and we see uh during the bob graham um attempt that connection he had with billy blend and it all of a sudden i'm thinking like oh he had the same connection when he did the, the matterhorn fkt um and he had that connection with bruno bruno he went before uh talked with him paid his respect um in in and tried to get some like advice and stuff and this is really really important like the, the way also marco de gasperi got fabio meraldi on on the phone right after his um his fkt like that connection between generation is really important it's great to see like the the, the main figure of the sports uh these days paying tribute to people who accomplished amazing things in the past but maybe without the the the, the access um to a broader audience um and and those records at the time remain like you know like niche and and just for the for 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 in the knowledge of a few people so of course Kilian is in a different era uh like Marco and others but um it's interesting to see that they they take the time to pay tribute to to the old generation because they're basically doing the same thing just a little bit faster because they break the record um these days but uh, this is the same thing this is the beauty of it indeed and i appreciate that uh we we think of the Alps, obviously Europe, but uh, the number one male FKT of the year award is what took place in the UK, <clears throat> up there in the Lakes District. And you note in your interview, Matt, there's something special about the UK, and Killian really called it out. You know, he said that we think trail running is a new sport, but we cannot be more wrong about that. Yes. In the 1890s, there was a lot of races. The Bob Graham Round started in 1932. I'm quoting Killian here. People were very strong. You go to the UK, especially in the lakes, and you really feel that. Fell running is part of the history. Yeah. And, of course, Jez Bragg helped out on this project, and I liked that Billy Bland came out, and Killian said, Billy Bland can't run, but he's cycling like a crazy man every day. <laughs> yeah this is this is crazy because he went and followed him like in in a few stages of the of the race he would connect with him at the at the bottom of the hill say hi and then he was there at the end of the um, of the um, of the effort and they 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 spent some time together it was like really like emotional and and, and but still low key this is what also what i love like like kian didn't win there with like uh, didn't go there with like some hoopla and, and big marketing crew it, it was like it was different. And he, he also like attempted to keep it as low key as he could. But obviously you, 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 you go outside and you're running and all of a sudden you see Kian with a bunch of guys, the pacers there. Um, and you understand that he's there <laughs> doing, <laughs> attempting the Bob Grant. So, so like during the day, the, 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 the like, it's going to blow the, the, up. The, yeah. That the craziness of like social media and Twitter and so on. And all of a sudden you are like a, Hundreds of people like waiting for him at the, uh, uh, at the end of the effort. But the way it was done was like totally like genuine and, uh, and, and, 
and humble because it was like just people filming with their own phones. I mean, there were not like TV crews and stuff. It was like just like a guy like trying to beat the, that really old record. Um, and yeah, I mean, and, and voters also love the fact that he, he just like, he doesn't like to run with a bunch of people. I mean, Kian is like particular on that. He, he, he likes to have his own experience, but here he totally adapted to, to, to the requirements and, and the culture and, and, and what need, what, what needs to be done, um, to, to respect the Bob Graham rules. And, and that was also like really inspiring. He just went like another, like another person say, Hey, I'm like, I, I would like to attempt uh, that, 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 that route. What should I do and how should I do that? That was like pretty humble. Indeed. Um, and he, he talked about that real well. You brought that out. Let's shift to Emily. Like we said, um, she has three, <laughs> three of the five European FKT of the years are Emily. And this started off with Mont Blanc, which is the highest mountain in Western Europe. And then two days later, Monterosa, which is the second highest. And then a week after that, the Kungsleden, the King's Trail in Sweden, which is completely different. It's a long multi-day trail. But the um, the Monterosa one is the one that got the uh, number one, tie for the number one. And Killian quote was quoted, it was insane. She was in crazy good shape coming from Norway from sea level. She was f like flying up to the summit. And uh, I think that the voters saw the same thing. Yeah, the voters saw the same thing. Um, what was really inspiring, um, the, I think there's like two things that voters raised here. The first one is that, she, as I said before, she did it within 24, 20, 20, uh, 48 hours, sorry, after her Mont Blanc um, uh, accomplishment. So you don't usually speed up and down Mont Blanc and then you do the same thing 48 hours later on Monterosa. <laughs> I think you will get some rest, some well-deserved rest. So what she did was already pretty insane. But the way she did it, it was during a race, during the Monterosa Sky Marathon, which was like the first race ever um, in the sky running history. Um, they, they rebooted, the, um, they decided to reboot the race last year. Um, it was a team effort. So um, to... Uh, preserve like the the spirit she asked Kilian to um rope with her but to remain behind not to influence her speed and and she battled with some of the best guys in the world she was like battling for second place most of the of the day um and and that was ridiculous so like you have a mumbler in the in your legs and you're battling with some of the best guys in the world I think people like, and, and she, she placed third overall. Like that, that's crazy. Um, she went faster than, than a bunch of guys. And the only, um, uh, inspiring, I would say like women effort in a race that I, I've seen like recently is Jasmine Paris, uh, winning overall at the, the spine race in the UK. So, um, we really see like that sort of like, um, emergence of like women becoming stronger and stronger and, and, and not surprisingly beating some of the best guys in the place. So I feel like the voters like, just like were inspired, inspired by, by the fact that Emily was going that strong. We know she's a strong athlete, but going that strong. Wow. That was like pretty, really, really amazing. We should note that 
at the Motorosa Sky Race, it is required to be a pair, is required to have a team do the glacier travel. Yes. And interestingly enough, uh, Emily teamed up with Killian, who, as you know, is one of the few people who could keep up with her. Yes, <laughs> that's the that's the whole point. And um, and and he, and he was like coming back from injury, so like for him, I I assume it was also an interesting way to get back to racing and and see if he could manage to to follow her because she was like in one of the best shape of her life. Uh, as as I, I, said, think we, crazy, I think we want to we, we we want to imagine killing getting worked, don't we? I think that's, <laughs> we, that's what we want to think might have happened. That might happen sooner <laughs> than, than, than we think. But she, right. she 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 was doing amazing, and um uh, and um and and then we uh, I, I saw some comments where she recently said that she will see in the future like having a baby, what is going to change in her life and so on. But uh, when I see Jasmine Paris like uh, breastfeeding her kid on her way to win the spine race overall, <laughs> I feel like we're gonna see. Emily, like real soon, uh, kicking kicking asses, if I may say. We we would not be surprised. No. And you asked uh, Killian if they worry for each other. That was that was a good question, Matt. Uh, and uh, he had, as he tends to do, he had thought about that. And he talks about preparation. You have good preparation. You do not feel you're taking a risk. If you feel like you are, go down. Spend time, if not years, preparing. Wait for good conditions. That was good advice, wasn't it? That was a really good advice, and it's interesting to see. There's like two sides of of of, the, of his comment. The first thing is that the, the the confidence he he has and she has, so like that mutual respect and that like that knowledge that the other is um is legit. Uh, so that was that the first thing. The second thing is that yeah, they feel like they prepared, and and if. They feel they're taking risk. They shouldn't be there at all and, and they should bail. So I feel like they have that connection where they understand their limits. Uh, sometimes it's hard, obviously, because we're talking about most of the time, like speed ascent in, in, in big mountains. But, um, yeah, it was interesting to, to, to understand through that, that whole preparation, that whole process, um, that anyone would have to follow just to, to 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 attempt a personal project it's not just like beating an, an fkt but like if you want to 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 be ready and and do something in a mountain you have to be prepared and and the 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 risk the risk management it's important to see that in when you're there up in the mountains you have to um yeah keep control and if you don't feel confident you just like go down and and that, that'd be for another day excellent advice um, and you asked what is might be up for them coming up. And as you already noted in this podcast, Killian's thinking about some longer traverses, maybe some technical ones. And then he describes it quite well when he said things are really well known, like the Matterhorn, Mount Everest, the Bob Graham, the Grand Canyon. But there's things you can do in your backyard. It can be just as interesting. Other people wonder what it might be. And that, that's that's the classic FKT perspective, isn't it? You don't have to go for these huge, world-class, iconic routes. You can find out other things and learn and grow. Yeah, and and it's it's basically the the basics of exploration. And 
then you have to understand the backyard Kian is talking about. I mean, he has an amazing backyard with like the the Norwegian terrain, like with the fjords and those like wild savage mountain that he has all, all around his place. But uh, um, this is this is a perfect playground for exploration, for like designing routes and to push the limits maybe into like like more like technical technical terrain technical link ups um using different sports so like running climbing we see that that blurry line also like coming uh, coming up and um but that's interesting because yeah and and fkt in the end like all, all fkt's routes that we see today they all started by by a first attempt by an idea by a by a vision and um and that's that's also the beauty is that even those people like like a like a superstar like Killian, um he's looking for not just beat records but also like maybe um you know establish some something different in uh, and and explore and design and be creative and that's also one of the big big sides of FKT that we tend to forget sometimes um but like even the new generation has a has plenty of things to explore and new routes to create they definitely do and that is the FKT ethic and of course, we do these awards, which naturally people get uh, recognition for the iconic roots, the Matterhorn, <laughs> the most well-known mountain in the world. And yet, um, I'd actually never heard of the Kungsleden, which is what Emily did across Sweden. So we get ideas, we get inspired. We can go, I never heard of Don Blanche that uh, uh, Paul Bonhomme had done. Bonhomme, yes. So it's inspiring. We get to learn and grow and and either be inspired by what other people are doing, or as you just mentioned, create our own. And so, Matt, will the FKT of the Year Award be back for Europe next year? Are you going to help organize it again? Definitely. It's been a pleasure. Oh, good. Good. It's been a pleasure and a lot of work. Um, So thanks for doing that. And again, we have to note here that you put together an esteemed panel of voters. These are class people. These are the all-stars, diverse backgrounds, diverse gender, um, and diverse geographic location. And they vote. It's just a number. And so the people who come out here, it's not, uh, there's no politics involved whatsoever. It's just people put down numbers, you add them up, and and it's a very fair process. I want to note that. Yeah, really fair and really simple. And um and uh, and people took like really great pleasure to um to participate and again to pay tribute with with uh what what has been accomplished this week and uh yeah it was like really like a like a, a simple process a lot of work but like pretty pretty straightforward in the end good good well do you have any predictions of what you're going to see for during 2019 is it going to be um the big iconic routes people I mean, the Matterhorn is getting, is getting kind of tough. I don't, I personally would be surprised. Well, maybe female, female on the Matterhorn. That's, that's a possibility. But what are you seeing, Matt? I, I, I do see that, that, that train with, uh, with more technical routes. Um, something that I like. Some, I, I may have a, a huge bias here, but like, I feel like, uh, there's going to be more and more like, um, yeah, link ups, like technical link ups. In, in that line gonna get like blurrier and blurrier. So that's gonna be interesting. And I, what I, what I wish to see is like really raw experiences. Um, and to be able to, to, to keep those like stories come naturally and not like being too much of a, 
of a marketing propaganda. Uh, so like, I hope like the brains out there, they understand that, that, that beauty, that purity in those projects. And, um, and I'm convinced we're going to see more of these, uh, in, in 2019. So hopefully like, let the athletes do their stuff and, 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 and share an experience, share a journey, um, just beyond like breaking a number, uh, breaking a time and, and, and making a big hoopla out of it. So, but like, yeah, I hope to see more technical, technical stuff coming. I feel like, uh, we get back to the roots, uh, of, of, uh, of pure like technical lines back in the days here in Europe. And, uh, and it's pretty interesting to, to see that, uh, going even more, uh, even more stronger in 19. Excellent prediction. Uh, I cannot contradict that. I think it will be that mixture, that blending of running, climbing, mountaineering in the classic Alpine style, which is start at the bottom, run to the top of that mountain and turn around, run back down again. And we should note that you and I had a good podcast interview uh, two weeks ago. So if people want to hear more about the EU style, as Matt just elucidated, please go back to that podcast. Last week, we had the FKT of the Year Awards for Europe 5, 4, 3, and 2. So go back to last week and definitely go on the website where you can see a little bit more stories, as Matt mentioned, and some more photos. And on the website, you can click through these links and you could read a little bit more about the Monterosa and the uh, Bob Graham round. So it's a fun place to read and fun place to research. So thanks again, Matt. And we look forward, yeah, we look forward to, um, we'll, we'll probably have you on sometime this spring. Maybe we'll have an update. That's what we can do. Maybe sometime this spring or early summer, we can do a European update because as we've noted, it almost started. Well, this would be controversial, but certainly the UK goes as far back as you can go in the sport. And then yeah. the Alps themselves weren't that far behind. So we, we coined the term fastest known time here in the States, but we were by no means the first on this style. Thanks again, Matt. And uh, we look forward to talking next time.